Welcome to Bothering the Band. My name is Ryan Bynack. With me as always, Abigail Ann Levy. We have a giggle fest for you today because we have the hilarious, sexy Kyle Kinane on this podcast. He's a comedian who used to be a musician. His new special is called Shocks and Struts. Go watch it right after listening to this. Ladies and gentlemen, bothering the band with Kyle Kinane. Hey, Kyle. How's it going? It's going well. How are you? I'm doing good. Cool. Well, welcome to Bothering the Band, my man. Yeah, there we go. All righty. Yeah, there we go. That's the stuff. That's the stuff. Dude, we're so happy to have you. We're, we're massive fans. And Thanks. we have a music podcast, and we are comedy adjacent. And we watched your special, Shocks and Struts, which is so fucking good. And Thanks. we just... We we remembered why we started this thing during the pandemic. We were like, we just want to be friends with people we <laughs> admire, and it it's primarily musicians. And then we're like, oh, we want to we want to chat with Kyle Kinane. Sure. So thanks. We're, do- dude. we're doing it. Yeah. Now I I've used comedy to become friends with band guys. I've used the in. I know. Yeah. Um, we have some mutual friends in. Um, uh. Ben Roy and uh, oh, Brooks Whelan. And yeah, I know all those ding dongs. <laughs> we just had Billy Wayne Davis on. Oh, um, Billy's great. Yeah, he's he's a sweetheart. Mm-hmm. And so, it's, yeah, it just makes sense. You had some some good uh, musical references. And you were in a band. Please tell us about this. All that stuff. The Grand Marquis. We were. Uh... You can tell, well, the, the band listened to a lot of face-to-face and Screeching Weasel. The drummer listened to a lot of Blink-182, and that is very evident if you ever hear us. It's like, it's is just the drummer going, we could speed it up. It's like, oh, we don't have to. But then we would, because he's the drummer. And so you just go as fast as the drummer's going. And we were non-confrontational with that. So I guess like, all right, we're just, everything's faster now. <laughs> I love that you said face-to-face. We love face-to-face. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, dude, that that big choice record just brings me back to my childhood. Oh man, so that so that tour, I think my shirt got thrown out. My 1995 tour T-shirt from Big Choice got thrown out. Oh, it's so much stuff where you're like at the time you're like ah whatever. And I, go, I didn't I didn't know I was gonna live this long, and that a T-shirt from 30 some years ago would be excite me. Oh, absolutely. We're trying. We're in the in the. A habit now of trying to find those shirts but not not pay like you know we're trying to find like reproductions of like albums we liked and shit like that um, yeah people are doing the old like the the hair metal band shirts were going for top dollars and uh, i have some of those too around there i think but yeah uh okay cool so how are you and where are you how am i i'm good i'm good i'm a little 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 sleepy, but that's all right. I had to get up in the single digits today, like an actual adult, and so that really tuckers me out if I got to get up before ten a.m. That's but that's on me. And I'm in Oregon, where I live. Yeah, 
Very cool. Right before you logged on, Abby was saying something similar. If she didn't get her nap in today, so she's a little cranky. If she snaps at you about, I, I feel you. <laughs> I feel you. I'm going the nap was kind of happening before this, and I'm like, well, let's just do this, and then we'll get. Then we can have a little, little nap, then a little evening. I don't know. It's Tuesday. I don't know. I'm not gonna get in that too, in too much trouble tonight. But <laughs> do you have a? Do you have any spots tonight? No, I did one last night. I got back Sunday night, had a spot last night, had to get up early for some stuff today and was kind of running around and uh, back out Thursday. So got a couple days to kind of organize my life at home and then back on the road for 10 days. So where are you guys at? Where are you all located? We're both in Florida, just different parts. Okay. Yeah. Abby recently relocated from Wyoming back to florida wyoming to florida all right yeah i tried to talk her out of it but yeah what's you don't have to move 500 feet of snow every winter you're 100 right no well you can't shovel hurricane water though so (laughs) no but i made sure i got a place on a higher floor so you know smart move the neighbors first smart move yeah, just make sure your car insurance is up to date. Exactly. Did you get your windshield fixed? Didn't you have a windshield, like broken windshield? That was like, yes, yes, I got that fixed like eight months ago. <laughs> uh, fair enough. Okay, Kyle, when's the last time you went to Cole's Bar in Chicago? Cole's? Oh, it's been a long time. That place came up after I left, and then it turned into the the Wednesday night comedy show. So when I was visiting, if I was visiting on a Wednesday night and I was bouncing around the city, I'd pop in there. But it's been a few years. Oh wow! So yeah, I don't think I've been. I don't know if Adam Burke still runs it. It used to be him and Cameron Esposito's show. Obviously, she's moved, but I don't know if Adam still runs it or not. But it's been a while. So if that was the the test, yeah, it's been a while since I've been to Coles. Yeah, I just I love that place. When I'm in Chicago, I go. I you're a Chicago. I didn't know if the timeline overlapped, but you you were saying you were you got out before. Yeah, I left in 2003, so it's almost a full turnover. Of I mean, it's 30 no 20 years. So yeah, I don't know what bars. I mean, the the Lincoln Lodge has moved and this turned into a permanent venue, which I'm happy about. So I go visit that one. But as far as Spots that I used to hang at or do stand up at, they've all changed hands or closed down. So I don't even, I go back and I'm like, oh, I'll go out to the city tonight. I don't even know where I'm going anymore. I don't even know what the spots are. Uh, that's how I feel day. about New York. Yeah, I just go to Dave and Buster's out in the burbs. <laughs> it's, it's just kind of get, get high, play some video games at Dave and Buster's. I'm not trying to, I'm trying to stay out till 4 a.m. Old. <laughs> I love Dave and Buster's because they just have try, Connect yeah. Four basketball. Yeah, just trying to have some garlic knots, a few drinks. You know, I'm not trying to be crazy anymore. I just like you. I just pretend I'm not here. You guys keep going on Dave and Buster's. <laughs> it's a re- it's a refreshing to get to an age where you're like, oh, I'm not where the FOMO subsides. Like, oh, I did all this stuff. 
I know, and I'm not sad about it. I'm not sad that I like, oh, I don't feel like I'm sold. I don't like having fun. I just like having different types of fun. And it's okay to welcome that. Yeah. Do you look back on the fun you had? And this is how, where I'm at is it's like a badge of honor. The fo- Like you said, FOMO is gone. And if someone says something like, oh, last night, like if a younger person was like, ah, oh, last night we got crazy. And then they describe their night. You're like, oh yeah, I used to do that. That was great. Yeah. And nobody's, none of those stories make me wish I was with, you know, who's Not even, but I don't know if people are like binge drinking anymore. I don't think 25 year olds don't seem like they're going out and getting fucked up. It, it seems like there's a little more awareness or is it pragmatism? I don't know, but like they're not throwing caution to the wind. I think there's a little more like, well, the world's kind of fucked up and I don't need to sit here and be drunk when I have bigger concerns on my mind. Or I don't see it because again, I'm not around those parts. I'm at comedy shows or outside of some audience members every weekend. There's always somebody that's too drunk at the comedy show, but the comedians themselves, the shows that I go to, everybody's kind of keeping it together much more so than I was in my twenties starting comedy. We were in Chicago. We were a drunken mess or at least the, small percentage of the people that I hung out with out of larger scene were drunken mess, but everybody else just went home early. That's why I didn't incorporate them. And maybe I'm the part of I'm the percentage that's going home early. Maybe they're going nuts, but it doesn't seem like it anymore. I don't think they are though, because like mocktail bars are a huge thing now. Have you seen this? Like I'm not going to spend $18 on a non-alcoholic drink. I'm just going to stay home. I'm not going to spend $18 on any kind of drink. I will <laughs> have it at home first. And then uh, my, my, my buddy, that comic from Chicago, Sean Flannery would always go. He always had a briefcase full of business papers, which was just a variety of beers. So whatever bar we were in, be like, hey, do they have Corona in a bottle at this bar? I'm like, I think so. And you just hear like, pss, pss, pss. so he'd open up a couple of those or he would, he would take a, uh, rolls of you just have rolls of different colored drink tickets on them at all times like oh what color are the tickets at this bar like if you know oh green i got green and that's how he would always had a few strips of different color tickets on them yeah there's ways around that kind of stuff kind of stuff paying for things there's ways around (laughs) i'm glad you hit that because i was i was gonna just let it go yeah yeah. ways around capitalism yeah yeah but but i don't think uh yeah i think enough people saw that older generation just getting wasted and doing nothing good for themselves and maybe they're tapering off and being a little bit more about self-preservation and that's a good thing i don't think they're less fun because of it so uh, it's like why does your why does your dad groan every time he gets up oh it's because he didn't take care of himself he drank he yeah still drinks we drank and only it's mm-hmm. cheese because that was on the food pyramid mm-hmm. cheese and bread cheese and yep. so much bread yeah <laughs> and cow's milk um did you ride your bike today i know you're big into bike riding <clears throat> no i i've been off the bike for three weeks oh you hurt yourself right yeah on I, your instagram that's i frack i fractured my tibial plateau which oh, is damn. that's what i found out a week ago but it sounds worse than it is i guess it's just a little tiny part at the very top of my shin bone that i i fractured on a bike 
but uh, I've been I've been nursing myself back to health. Did the bike crash? Oh, yeah. Well, this wasn't even crash. I didn't even crash. Like cool. Oh. I entered a I entered a bike race. I never I've done nothing competitive, like physically competitive in my entire life. I am not an athlete. I don't desire. I don't have a competitive spirit in that sense. But I just I was like I'm gonna enter this mountain bike race just because it'd be fun to participate in a thing. And I have no, I have no, no illusions of like, grand. I'm not going to win. I'm like, I'm going to come in last, but it's all right. I'm going to do the thing. I'm going to meet people. And it's just all in good fun. And I didn't even get to come in last because on the practice part, I put my, I just put my foot down wrong. because I was starting to crash. And then my knee, um, my, you know, they would see like uh, when people like squish a s'mores together between the graham crackers. That's what it felt like my knee did. It just kind of went, <laughs> I just felt, it felt like the grilled cheese come out the sides. <laughs> I was like, well, that's, that's incorrect. That's an incorrect feeling. I shouldn't, that shouldn't feel that way. And then uh, that was on the practice run and I was about to do the race. And I'm like, oh, if I do the race, I might not walk for a long time. So I bowed out. So I didn't even get to get last place. I didn't even get the participation trophy, which is kind of a bummer. Oh, bummer, man. Are you when you heal up? Are you going to try it again? Maybe next year? Yeah, hopefully I'm back on the bike in a few weeks. Uh, doctor said the bone will heal on its own. I got to do a little physical therapy to get the... I've been walking kind of cockeyed for a few weeks. So that screws things up on the other side of your body. Oh yeah. Cause you're leaning one way, you know, then your back starts hurting and shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when the alignment's wrong on your car, you're wearing your tires down all weird. So I've been doing that for a few weeks. I'm trying to, you know, teeter back the other way a little bit when I'm walking around. So I hurt my back and I'm doing the same thing. Cause I was leaning like this for like a whole week. And then yeah. today I was like, why does this side hurt so much? And I was like, Oh, it carried all the weight. And same thing. It was something stupid. I just cleaned something weird. I'm just like, oh, I can't walk now. Yeah, we're in the age of waking up in pain because you slept too hard on your side. Yep. Oh, man. Oh, well. I hurt my neck. I hurt my neck like a week ago in the shower. And I came out. I was like in pain and um, getting dressed. And it's in the morning. And my daughter is like, Daddy, are you okay? And I was like, no, I hurt my I hurt my neck. She was like, how did you do that? I was like, shampooing my hair. And she oh, couldn't yeah. compute like that is the thing and i go and that's so i i said daddy's body's dying and to an eight-year-old don't say that to an eight-year-old that's a little rough i know it was i forgot who my audience was and she was like wait your body's dying." i was like no not really i mean technically yes i don't fuck. but but my soul live on you know like a ghost wait what all right you know what let's get uh, let's get your mom in here to explain some of this because i'm not doing a good job i'm with you forever <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh i was riding my i thought about this today i was riding my bike i've been trying to ride my bike every day and i'm not competitive i'm not racing so i thought of two questions for you one what's the nat situation like in oregon Nats. yeah <clears throat> not as nothing's gonna be bad as florida in regards to insects so so many gnats today just i did like one big loop and i was just like pulling them out of my beard that was a yeah, having when I would ride in LA and just going through you see the cloud coming on the path and you're like, well, I'll close my mouth, but then your face is alive. Yeah. With uh, you know, with inhabitants. 
Yeah, the, having a big beard and being like, oh, it's just everything's a, everything's it's an ecosystem now on my face yeah. until I can shake it out. That's why I keep myself clean shaven. Smart move. It's a yeah. smart move to keep it, you know, like a swimmer. You want the, it's the least resistance. Uh, okay, so do you, let's say you're going to the store. You're just picking up one something light. You're riding your bike. Are you riding on the street? Or are you riding on the sidewalk? If I'm going to the store, I'm usually not. I usually, if I'm, if it's not driving, I usually just walk to the store. I don't have uh, my casual bike is not set up for too much cargo. But if it's uh, no sidewalk, unless the street's real dangerous and I don't see anybody on the sidewalk, then I'll do that. But otherwise, I'm on the street with a helmet, and my and, you know lights on if it's got to be. That's just a, I say, like, if I'm riding on the street, I'm always wearing a helmet. But then if it's, I was on a bike path, just like a casual bike ride with the missus. And we're like, we're not going fast or anything. And it was just, it was all bike path. We like took our bikes in the car to the bike path. And I tried to zip my handlebar bag. Forgetting, this is why I don't, I'm not athletic. Like the lack of coordination and common sense that's haunted me my whole life. I tried to zip my handlebar bag, which is attached to the handlebars. And the zipper was stuck. So I just pulled the zipper real hard to unstick it. Meaning I just pulled my old handlebars to the side violently. And just uh, went over the bars into blackberry thorns. And just laid there because I couldn't. It was like falling onto a bed of nails. So like I couldn't. There was no way to like get up. Like I'm like I can't just roll onto my side because I'm rolling onto more thorns. So I just laid there laughing, trying to assess my options. And of course, we didn't see anybody else on the bike trail the whole day until that I fall. And it's like I don't know. So you know, whenever you see a whole family riding bikes, they're probably religious or something. They're probably Mormons if there's five of them and they're all over me like are you okay and i'm like I'm, I'm honestly it's just my ego that hurts i'd love it if you guys just continued on your way i'm fine but if you but maybe there might be something really there's nothing wrong it's just you looking at me just keep going but so to answer your question uh if i'm on the street in the city helmet to the store helmet unless it's like a five mile an hour bike ride. That's that kind of casual. Otherwise, if I'm, if I'm commuting, then yeah, helmet on the street, there's bike lanes and everything. No sidewalk. Can't stand. You're on the sidewalk. Get out of there. <laughs> all right, let's lime move on. Scooters, real quick. Oh, no, you get me started on lime scooters and all that. Oh, shit. Yeah. God, sorry. God. Bob, bother me some more. Instant, instant right turn here. Back to music. What's the last music you listened to? Last music. I went and saw a band called Gaytheist last week, and they were great. Um, it's weird. I heard them. I heard them in somebody's Instagram story, and they're real. They're kind of sounded like they reminded me a torch. If you want a oh, Florida yeah. reference there? Nice. They reminded me a torch, and then I I looked them up. I'm like, oh, that's pretty good. I wonder if they ever play Portland. Well, it turned out they're from Portland. They were playing that weekend, so I went and saw them. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And they're called Gaytheist. And that name rules. That's amazing. That's like, you think there's not going to be like, oh, there's not going to be good band names anymore. And then you hear Gaytheist. You're like, oh, nailed it. Good job. So saw them. 
Gonna go see D four and the Descendants in a couple weeks. Nice. Saw went saw Diesel Boy a couple weeks ago. That was a little blast from the past. It was like, yeah, I was like, I just saw that they were playing here. I'm like, I'm not doing anything at night. I may as well go see this Diesel Boy. And my what my buddy's band called Versus the World was opening up for him. And uh, the, so many bands are playing Portland, LA. I don't know if it was just. I didn't know if bands were playing or if bands would skip LA because if you're not of the moment, yeah, then there's really no scene there because everybody's either 22 and looking for the the it thing, or if you're 40, you're not going to see music anymore in LA. You're already onward with your life. So bands would always skip over LA, you know, like San Diego, or then they go up to Ventura or something. But Portland, there's always these bands playing here. So let's see, chicks dig it. Not too long ago, oh, still nice. one of the one of the best bands ever. Uh, but yeah, all the time, of course, and stuff. Very cool. We're seeing uh, Black Flag soon. Oh, okay, S- similar. Like it's like we saw it pop up. And we're like, let's fuck. We it's like let's fuck go see Black Flag. And the uh, the new lead singer is Mike Vallely, who's a skateboarder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so he took over. I'm like, yeah, fuck you always got to get somebody who's willing to punch everybody in the front row in the head. <laughs> I think it's the only requirement for back flag is the frontman has to probably punch somebody in the front. Yeah, there's a bunch of old skate videos of him fighting, so it's perfect. It fits, yeah, yeah. The fit couldn't be more perfect. I think it's a bunch of old fight videos of him occasionally skating. <laughs> yes, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Well said. Uh, okay, in one of your bios or something, there. Who's the woman who wrote poetry about Beanie Babies? Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, I, I just know that that's the of notable people from my hometown of Addison, Illinois. There's some lady that like, I don't, I just was like, oh, let's see who's from Addison. And like, like that's, that's like how bottom of the barrel that Wikipedia section is, is I'm listed in there and the beanie baby lady. And I don't know her, but some, she did something. I don't know if she helped the creator of beanie babies like she stoked the flame of getting people excited about him and then felt it's a whole story that I don't know who that person is. I just saw it on the Wikipedia. I'm like, all right, that's the next. That's that's what else is coming out of Addison, Illinois. Oh, they're making some show or movie about I wonder if she'll have a, a character based about, for her about, about Beanie the- Babies. Doing something. I don't know the, if it's the rise and fall of uh yeah. You, you mean, oh, you mean the original? nft yeah <laughs> there you go will they include oh, that hey. couple that had to split their beanie babies in divorce court i hope it's all about that with like a weird flashback people really yeah it really was like these are gonna be they're only their values only gonna go up i'm so happy you say that because we we talked about this I don't know with who, maybe Matt Pinfield, someone like that. But we were ta- two years ago, NFT is huge. And I was making the jokes that, oh, it's like pogs. Yeah. And I think Beanie Babies is funnier. And, you know, they were before pogs or at the same time. I did. There, I did hear some like, there were some interesting points that people made about that stuff, but it was still, you couldn't sell it to the, a, a regular person there was still no getting the general populace on board with like no it's just like it's like a digital 
art, but somebody could recreate it. Yeah, but it's not the art that is the value. It's like the blockchain, like, ah, nope, nope, that's not, you're not going to get the general public into it. So now the, the only reason it's valuable is to other people that also bought into that bullshit. But if then they're all like, well, we both all have to agree on this phantom concept of value. Uh, we have a friend who was really into it. And then again, I'm, I'm a dad in the suburbs and there were multiple other dads at like sporting events or whatever kids sh- parties and shit. Where they're like, oh Ryan, you getting NFTs? And I'm like, I'm a I'm a writer, man. I know nothing about that shit, dude. Like, and yeah. oh, you gotta try it. You should do it. And then the whole blockchain, I just like check, mentally check out. I was my buddy was early on Bitcoin, like early, early, and you know saw it rise a little bit, and then sold him, thinking, all right, good, and then it skyrocketed. But the, he's the one guy that I will listen to about this stuff because he is not fair weather about it he's kind of has been listening for years and years and i'm like all right well if you can explain it to me you know me and you know i'm not going to understand the explanation that you give to other people you got to tell me how you think i'm going to understand that's the other thing that's that's what got me like kind of looking about him but then i fell for that you know, there was the the GameStop stock, and then it was the AMC stock, and I'm like, I'll throw a few bucks at it. I just, I was like, yeah, we're taking down the man. I like, but I was like the Reddit where they're still like every day is like tomorrow's gonna be it. Tomorrow's about to go. I'm like, I'm getting rid of this shit. Give me my three hundred bucks back. All right, I'm not. I'm like, I was with you for a while, but now this is truly delusional. Truly, people still. Just waiting for the, waiting for the dessert course on the Titanic. Like, no, no, it's everything's cool. It's fine. It's fine. It's going to happen. No, it's going to be fine. Like, all right, I think you got to cut your losses, everybody. Oh, okay. This is an Abby question. Do you would you find it weird if you're at a Starbucks and the person in front of you only ordered food and then left? Oh. I thought you were asking her. I'm like, oh, okay. No, 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 no. She this happened to her, and she was no. I, I do that. I you do just that. go to Starbucks for food. No, but if it's the only thing around that's open, okay. There's nothing at Starbucks. Like, boy, I sure I'm hungry. You know what I can go for? Something microwaved with less care than I'd put it to. That's never what I want. It's just like, oh, this is here, and I need something now microwave a little egg sandwich for me that that's yeah i'm not like i'm not excited that that's what i'm eating it's just sustaining me to until i can have an actual meal so i i wouldn't think that's weird at all i think you're coming from someone like on the road and let's give this strange you know stranger a benefit of the doubt you're 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 not wrong it's still still wacky there were several other restaurants open around really? the area at the time. So this guy just ordered food and was really, it just, it's weird to me. I don't know. What food? Spaghetti. Yeah. No, was those it... little egg bake things. Yeah. That's... Like the quiche things. Yeah. But if I was just going to get an egg McMuffin at McDonald's, why not just get it there? If I'm going to get the same version of that trash 
at a place that's 10 minutes further away from me. I may as well just get it there. I don't, I don't romance food. I'd get in fights with people. I, I food. It's like, it, it, I just, it's like, I need to eat food. So give me the food. I don't, it's not an experience for me. I'm not, I'm the opposite of a foodie. I'm just like, oh yeah, I need this so I can continue living. So give it to me. That's fair. That's very yeah. logical. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very practical. Well, it's kind of, it's, you know, sometimes I'm missing out on something that's amazing, but also whatever. <laughs> it's very zen. Okay. Another food question. Do you own those little corn cob shaped corn cob holders? No, because I don't think they ever do. Like, if I'm eating corn on the cob, like, I'm getting it, you know? Like, I'm in there. And two little pegs. You do it with, like, machetes? No, I'm just, I'm just working it over. I'm just going to get every little corn niblet off that cob. But you eat it off the cob rather than some people who cut it all off? I don't like it. It gets stuck in my teeth. Yeah, I mean, that's the nature of corn, you know, if you're going to dance. Man's got a point. If you're going to dance with corn, your hands are going <laughs> to get buttery. I, I did have something called corn ribs recently, which I was like, what the hell is that? And they cut the corn off, but not just the little niblets, but so there's a little bit of the cob. Yeah. And then they barbecue, like they grilled it up with all the, like the cotilla cheese and the little Mexican spices on it. That sounds mm -hmm. good. Yeah. But I'm about that corn. I can't keep up with all these quotes. But then that to me say, if I had the little things, maybe I'd mess with them. But I'm not making like corn on the cob as often as I thought I would be in this life. Okay, where do you hang your towel? Are you hanging your towel over the shower curtain or glass or whatever you have, or is it on a rack or is it behind the door on a thingy? Where, no, I got a, I got a hook. We're a sophisticated household here. I got a, I got a hook for it. Yeah. yeah. And then how long are you using one towel? Let's say you're, let's say you don't, you're not too sweaty. You're, you're not, you know, a week, a week's worth of showers. Okay. But if I'm not home, that means that like, that means seven showers. Sometimes I'm on the road. That, that towel might have been up there for three weeks because I've only used it a couple times a week. But I'd say if I'm at home and a week goes by, like I've been hitting that that towel for a week. All right. Yeah, I'd say a week. Is that weird? What's the what's the no no? Answer? I think that's pretty normal. I use I'm I'm rocking you know a towel Abby, at least Abby, Monday what's to Friday. The, a week. He told he told his kid his body's dying. That's so I need true. your I need your opinion. On <laughs> I go, I go a week. About a week. All right. Yeah. Okay. Usually on Sunday, I'm like, okay, this is all done. Uh, I will say yeah, I'm doing all the other laundry. You grab a towel, throw it in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say you don't sweat though. But now I, I live in Florida. I know. So I'm now I sweat just, this much. If you don't sweat in and you live in Florida, you are medically unwell. Maybe your, bo <laughs> maybe your body's dying. You're, yeah. <laughs> Your epidermis is uh, in trouble. Something is wrong. Yes, I do sweat now that I'm here. Okay, a couple music questions for you. Fugazi or Minor Threat? Oh. As far as what to listen to, 
I, don't, I still think minor threat just gets me going for stuff to do. Fugazi's always good, but Fugazi can fall into that sounds like homework vein occasionally. We're like, oh, this seems like I'm supposed to be concentrating when I'm listening to this. Like it's, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah. But they're both, they're not that far off. Like, yeah, but for guys, it's a little more thoughtful. It's a little more like, oh boy, I gotta, like you're doing a puzzle or something. And you're playing. You gotta think about it a little bit more. You, you're aware of it a little. Yeah. Bit. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Okay. Newfound glory or good Charlotte? Ugh. Minor threat. <laughs> <laughs> that is the correct answer. <laughs> All right. Moving on. Insane in the membrane or back on the chain gang? Pretenders versus Cypress Hill. Cypress Hill. <laughs> I was looking for something to rhyme with your name. I don't know if. if oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, you're t- you're really going apples and oranges on that one. <laughs> I could you know could be a. a a sublimate uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Subconscious still, way of getting to know you more. Like your both act both acts that could logically fit at Riot Fest at any time. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I don't know. T- today, 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 today would be pretenders, but there's some days I'm like, yeah, man, Cypress Hill just gets you in the gets you in the zone. Yeah. I'm taking so many notes. Okay. When you're jumping into a pool or a body of water, do you plug your nose? I'm going to think about one. Some, honestly, sometimes. Okay. Because I'm thinking now, I'm thinking like, oh, when I have to but like, shit. I don't know. Like, I think that I do, but now I'm thinking into like, when I'm just splashing around river tubing or going to a lake or something taking a dip i don't think i'm plugging it up i think i'm just because if i'm diving head first that's what you don't need to plug it you're going feet first that's when you got to plug it yeah so depends on depends on the approach that's the answer to that question okay (laughs) we got we got some giggles i love it such a dumb question uh do you save why are you getting dumb answers (laughs) i know this this is this is a shining example of what we're trying to do here uh do you save cables are you saving random cables as i'm looking around uh i was i'm notorious for like i'm i'm pre pre pre-hoarder as far as my behavior is and uh, we got this service called Ridwell here, and they will do odds and ends, stuff that doesn't go in your recycling or what have you. And sometimes they're like, their special pickup will be like batteries or light bulbs. And one day it was just electronics. And I was like, it's now or never. And I went through every old just box, the old PlayStation cables and this and that. And I really jettisoned a lot of them. And there's still plenty here. Of which I think, I mean, yeah, I just look at this. I have a bag next to the desk. That just, I mean, I know this is an audio podcast, but that's just, what are all these? I don't even know what What they are. What are those? 
I don't know, but that's cables. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know what it's for. But you never know when you'll need it. Like I had to set up a new printer last week and it's supposed to be wireless, but it wasn't working. And so I was like talking to the people at HP and they're like, well, you're going to have to do it with an ethernet cable. And I was like, who the fuck has an ethernet cable? Guess what? Me in my bag of cables. I got one sitting over there because everybody started doing Zoom podcasts over the pandemic. And anytime, thank you guys for doing it over Zoom and not Riverside. Because every time it's like, we're going to do it on Riverside. I'm like, well, I'll just tell you right now, my computer will shut down after 10 minutes of using this program unless I get an Ethernet cable. And then they're like, well, why don't you get an Ethernet cable? I'm like, well, why don't you just use Zoom like everybody else? You fucking jerks. But uh, I now I have an Ethernet cable that has to, it's 50 feet long, so I can go from my bedroom down the hallway to where the router is in the living room. So it's a health hazard for the rest of the people now. Oh, goodness. Okay. Follow up to that. Do you say, let's say you buy a new, a new electronic, how long, or if at all, are you saving the box? I've been pretty good. Once I know it works and I've done enough to that item to where I can't return it like it's new, the box is gone. I've been good about it. As a, yeah, I got rid of all the Apple. Like Apple needs to calm down on their packaging. Like you don't need, this is, everything could be $100 cheaper if you just cooled it on the packaging. You mean boxes and boxes and boxes? Yes. I gotta, I gotta stop being... Yeah, I got to stop being a little Apple slut. I think I got to break away from these products. Good luck. How hard. <laughs> they were, oof. They really were great. And then, boy, they've got real full of themselves. Now it's just a bunch of trash, isn't it? A bunch of sleek trash. I'm going to keep buying it, though. Uh, a bunch of slippery, thin remotes, and computers, a bunch of, bunch of slippery electronics. That's what's good with a very expensive piece of, uh, of equipment is that it should slide off of every surface. Yes. And also show every fingerprint, oh, every yeah. single, you just wash your hands and you touch the Z key and you're like, Oh, well that's there for a week. Yeah. And a half. I want the screen to look like camels have been spitting at it for six months because I, I opened it out of the box. Like make it all black. Yeah, please, please make my phone greasy just from holding it to my face. I want to know how disgusting I am as a creature. <laughs> There's nothing more like humbling than when you like look at your phone. Yeah, Florida. God damn it. <laughs> uh, okay. There's not a question here, but every being a music podcast, everyone should go listen to your pod with. Shane Torres, No Accounting for Taste. The mom rock episode is to die for. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a Maroon 5 and stuff. We're oh, yeah. There was a couple things where I talked out loud to like I'm like in my garage, like painting or working out or some shit. And I was like, gin, I think it was like gin blossoms. I was like, does it yeah. count, guys? Not mom rock. <laughs> <laughs> Turned into mom rock. Turned into mom rock. I know and they had know, their roots. I think Abby can tell us why it's mom rock. Why? Gin which blossoms. one? Gin blossoms. Because it's in the grocery store all the time. That's not a bad grocery store, though. 
dude my trader joe's is like the shit it's hard not to dance through my trader joe's trader joe's can do a playlist i was just oh what i was at a store yesterday and it was terrible terrible playlist like really beefed it with what they could have been I, yet I, I i forget what store it was but the grocery store grocery store music they know what they're doing yeah grocery absolutely. store dj and like it's calculated it, there's psychological calculations but like this song is gonna make somebody stay in an aisle 90 more seconds which will turn into approximately six dollars and 37 cents more purchasing if they stay in each aisle 90 more seconds like somebody some corporate psychologist did the math on why gin blossoms needs to be played at the grocery store I fell for that because what was it that I sent you? Oh, it was better than Ezra. And oh. I had to stop in the middle of the aisle so I could text Ryan and be like, they're playing better than Ezra in the grocery store. And, like, and then I looked up and I was like, oh, I'm going to take that. Mm-hmm. It's it's for a reason. You're like, oh, it's I can't leave things. now. Every song is better than the last. Maybe I do need plums. I'm never going to eat these. I'll take them home and throw them out. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have that. No, you kind of. What is that? What is that? Space hog? I better get. <laughs> I better get some more yogurt. What is that? Toad the wet sprocket, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> Laundry detergent. Yes. <laughs> big big head Todd and me. I guess oh, I could always wow. use more paper towels, even though I have enough at home. Wow. Okay, staying on the pod. This is just curiosity. When you go on a pod like we might be drunk with Norman and Sam Marill, is that you calling them up and be like, "Hey, new special, I want I'm going around." Or is that is that your people doing? I'm just curious. No, I think they Mark knew I was in New York for a minute and so he hit me up to be on it. Uh some of them, yeah, some of it's PR, some of it's like, "Okay, I'm going to be in New York, so put me on as many podcasts." You know, when I'm promoting and some of it's people reach out to me as we're here today and uh I'm like, "Okay." And yeah, so it's a little mix of all of it. Did you or are you doing our friend Aaron Karn's ska podcast? Is that in defense of ska? Yes. I did. I did it a while ago. You did it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. He's I our buddy. Did it. Yeah. He just hit me up about uh, he's got a book coming out. He's going to send he's going to send me a book. I love it. Yeah. But it was a few months ago. I did in defense of ska. I enjoy some ska. I sure enjoy some. Yeah. We like some ska music. Uh, all right. I'm trying to think of a ska. Abby, you got a ska question now? Uh, There's no questions about ska anymore. All the questions have been answered. Probably, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. When you, this is a me question. You're getting dressed. When you pull up your undies, are you, are you stretching them out and then letting them slap back against your, your skin? No. Like, let's who's start doing the that? day. No, no. I'm doing. You that. do that. You oh, do yeah. that to yourself. Well, not the like large, a painful the, thing. You're just like, all right. Well, it, but the potential for it sound? to just. No, no, I don't. No, because you risk you, you. You're at such a sensitive area of your body with elastic, and also now you're shortening the lifespan of those underpants. So, I'm 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 sliding them on like a real like a like a like a gal with some sexy stockings. Really taking my time, bringing them up to the waist, and letting them go gently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Okay, what's the difference between a carnival and a fair? Oh, carnival has carnivals more unpredictable. Okay. Especially by the name fair. It's just you know, carnival, the games are unfair. At a fair, there's not games, there's just foods and rides. Carnival will have all the trickery and uh, the weird, like just a rolled up piece of carpet with googly eyes on it that you could win at the ring toss. If a fair just seems like it's a fair, seems like like there's like the food, but then like oh, there's like a Geico booth or something for no reason. Like that's a fair. That's gonna have like corporations and shit. Carnival, real loose. Carnival. Every ride operator has an open wound. Oh, there might be. There might be a tilt whirl that is not even part of the traveling carnival, like just one independent tilt whirl set up, and nobody's checked him for seven years. He's like, he's with you, or is he with you? I don't know. Nobody asked. He didn't have a permit, and he just packs up in the middle of the night and leaves after a few kids get hurt. You know, on the ride. Not. I wasn't like meaning like he's a creep. Maybe he is, but if if carnies work at carnivals, do fairies work at fairs? Oh no! Oh, they might. These are the important questions that we need I mean, answers to. Listen, ICP doesn't have the dark fair; they have the dark carnival. It's a good point. I think that's the first time ICP has come up on this pod. Really? I think, I don't so. think so. I don't. Should give, should give them a chance. Really? We're both in Florida, and it's the first time. No, I think they have come up on the podcast before. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not to say I know they're from Michigan, but for some reason, Florida has a lot of juggalo vibes. Oh, yes, we do. Also, and also Shane and I have discussed uh, we're have come full circle on the old ICP. They're actually pretty, pretty solid, pretty solid group. I agree. What was the the thing about the one with the song about magnets? They have a song where they're like, at the end of their album, they're just like, oh, by the way, we've been Christian this whole time. We've been putting messages in our music to turn you Christian. That's hilarious. If it's true, it's preposterous. Preposterous. If it's just them screwing around, that's funnier than anything any band I've heard. Oh, by the way, we've been putting secret messages in our music to turn you Christian. That fucking rules. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, My face hurts from laughing. Oh, goodness. Okay. Do you know what the arrow? How did I write this? Do you know what the, do you know about the gas arrow? On a car? Yeah. You do? Yeah. I just learned this. Oh, really? Yeah. It's, it's brilliant. I was getting gas. We were talking probably, I think we were talking about you like prepping this, uh, you know, last week. And I was like, I got to get gas. And then I literally did the thing where I pulled in and I was like, shit. And she goes, you, you parked on the wrong side. I was like, I did. She's like, you know, there's an arrow. And I was like, what my, I've never known this. How long have you owned your car? I, well, I just got this Subaru in January. Okay. That's, that's not long enough time to like, you can still screw up which side it's on. I know the arrow rule so much. I now don't remember what side it's on. When I get gas, I have to look for the arrow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, now it's like a, it's like one of those things you learn. It's, it's just common knowledge, I guess. I just, it never hit me. 
I'll ask you this. If you pull up on the wrong side, do you then pull the gas pump over to the side or do you repark the car so you're on the correct side? It depends. I've done it at Costco and there's no back. Like you can't back. You can't like, you'd have to go back in the line. You got it. Yeah. You got to deal so with I just it, pull it sure. aside, but I was at like a shell or some shit and uh, I, I did the 10. Okay. Okay. Reverse. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Then. Okay. Do you have a favorite garden hose setting? I uh, just became a new homeowner a few weeks ago. And one of the first things I haven't even moved in yet. The house is empty, but I bought a garden hose and you know, I used to think it was like the jet setting because I'm trying to clean my bikes off or something. Big fan of just the shower now. Because now I got I got to get the plants. I'm blasting the leaves off and everything. Yeah. Just a little sprink. Just and it's got the thumb. It's got a trigger on it, so I can go like low, medium, high, medium, little tiny rain rain shower for each plant. So that's where we're at with it right now. I, I want to thank you for answering some of these really dumb questions very earnestly and honest. And Well, you told me this is what it was going to be from the get-go. Like, we're going to ask you a lot of real dumb shit. I'm like, well, I said yes already, so here we are. <laughs> well, we feel like, as fans, this allows us and the listeners to get to know our guests more on a more personal. And You're not wrong. And I just level. used my hose today like, with the, with the setting. Hour. Yeah. And the missus, missus is big about the plants in the yard here. And she's got, it looks like one of them old timey. It looks like one of those uh, like dumb MXPX microphones, you know, the old rockabilly kind. But you just throw that, you just put, put that on the end and throw that out. And that's just a little bubbler. You put that right under a plant for a while. Oh, wow. Also, MXPX is going to put out a new album soon. Yeah throw that out there well, speaking I mean, of our favorite christian bands dumb mxpx microphone that is oh, are so... you guys with are you with the lord i don't know sorry i'm jewish okay so well, sure i'm yeah, a gay lord, lord adjacent oh. yeah gay, yeah gay. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I was so excited to have like serious radio and then have like they have the xm punk channel i'm like great punk's a you know, 50-year-old genre with so much to choose from, mm, we better have four some 41 songs every hour. Like, this isn't just commercial radio all over again. Oh, MX- MXPX five times now? MXPX in between the some 41 songs? I don't think I need to pay for this anymore. <laughs> Sorry if that's what everybody there's, likes. There's only one station worth it on Sirius XM. Which one is it? The, the verge. verge. Yeah. Which one's the verge? It's like 183. It's a Canadian like indie channel. And really? it's fantastic. Yeah. It's amazing. All right. Okay. Because yeah. sometimes that lithium, that 90s rock channel, that is. 90s alternative rock, it's the grocery store channel. Yep. Now, yeah, absolutely. It's the grocery store channel. And I'm fine. I'm like, cool. cool. This is what I wanted to hear today. I fuck with the um the new wave channel too or first sure, wave. Yeah, sure. that one's fun. Sure. That one's like oh, that re- one has driving. Richard Blade. I Richard like Richard Blade. Yeah, give, throw me give me some erasure once in a while. Oh god, that's tur- that gets turned up. And uh, Joe Jackson, we just talked about Joe Jackson. That that gave me the 
I was like, hell yeah. And then my daughter was in the car and I was like, yeah, listen to this. That's always like, oh, who's this? Like that I've never, like, I know I've heard and never put a name to what I'm listening to. It always winds up being Joe Jackson. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I always think I'm like, oh, it's Elvis Mm -hmm. Costello or something. I'm like, no. It's in the neighborhood of it. Yeah. But you're like, ah, it's Joe Jackson, Phil. He did all right for himself. He did all right. He did all right with some hits. (laughs) This is fun. He's no Donnie Iris, I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, this is this is a question from me. Do you have any trampoline in a ditch bandanas left? I think so. No. I was going to say dibs. I have some of the faulty vinyl sitting here. But I don't know if I have the bandanas left. I have two for myself why you need one i love being i I rock a bandana it's hot in florida it's sweaty and you know i'm just saying i don't have i don't have the hair keeping it back so bandana works what about a sweat man you a sweat band guy jazzercise style when i play basketball sweat band yeah intimidating too (laughs) it's a power move yeah and high socks too high socks you got the cuffs you got the like sweat cuffs no, can't do it. You don't have the uh, on-court Chippendales outfit. That's a fun. That's a fun question. Do you remember when those were like fashionably cool in like two thousand two? The the sweat sweatbands for the wrist. Yeah, they were cool. Well, okay, cool is a relative term, but you know, like uh, some forty-one would wear them on, like the bass player wore them. I wore them playing guitar because it was just, I would always get like sticky and like screw, would screw up my hands. So I always wore them for that. They, they serve a purpose. I think it trickled down though to like regular non instrument playing folk. And it was just like the guy at your community college was wearing <laughs> just wearing some. It's got that Nike logo on it. Gotta flex that, flex that label loyalty. It was like Jack Daniels. It was like a free one that he got at like a weird bar opening or something. Oh yeah, free merch. Yeah. Abby, did you have any Red Bull headbands or wristbands? She worked for Red Bull. Did you drive the little Mini Cooper with the can on it? How did you get that job? I always wondered, like, do they just give you a free car? They well, for us, they kept it in a storage unit that had an office attached to it, but it was like a big you know, just one of those big storage places. Um, I, my friend Chris worked there. And one day he was just like, I work at Red Bull. Do you want to work at Red Bull? And it was in college. And I was like, okay, sure. Yeah. So it was mostly a word of mouth job, but it was really cool. Cause you just literally drive around and give away Red Bull. Did you have to fill out a W2? There's those jobs where it's like, we're just going to give it away from like liquid death is unstoppable right now. I've never seen anybody buy one. <clears throat> I mean, I see it for sale in the store. I'm like, why? Just go anywhere. They'll have it. Mm-hmm. I used to live that. I, oh, God. And they had the free cigarette ladies <clears throat> at the bar. And I was smoking. Oh, my God. Everybody I knew, go get the cigarettes. But I don't smoke. I don't give a shit. Go give them your license and get four packs of camel turkish golds and give them to me i will buy your drinks for the night i smoked those in college oh wow i've never seen a cigarette person 
Oh, oh yeah. yeah. They would always show up and be like the Bud Light girls and the cigarette lady would be at the bar at the same time. And I'm just like, okay, my college broke ass is real happy. Give me all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Gave me the cigarettes. Give me uh yeah, it was, it was cigarettes. It was, it was a Red Bull. And yeah, now it's liquid death is in every green room of every venue. And I don't know how they are sustaining that business. It's water. I mean, good for them. I'm glad it's not plastic bottles. But it but is still water. It's just it's a can of water. I have this one plastic bottle I've just been refilling for like two weeks because I feel mm-hmm. really bad about having it. <laughs> yep. I, my disgusting Nalgene. It's probably I've probably eaten microplastics every time I've been drinking out of this five-year-old jug. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. There's a um I don't, I don't know. There's a tale about the Red Bull where when it started in London, they would fill up the trash cans around like the areas where their clubs were for the like overnight. They would put all the outside the bars so that yeah. people would walk by and be like, what, like, what is that? Really? Yeah. And then in, he, in America, they did, they gave attractive women and sent them to, you know, college towns and, and bars and handed them out. It wasn't just ladies. I know, but it was 9010. They I know that the the athletes that are sponsored are not drinking Red Bull when you see them. That is water in there. But by orders of those energy drink companies, they're like, don't drink this when you're competing. <laughs> not good. It's not good for you. Well, and when Red Bull started, they had this whole thing about why their cans are 8.3 ounces. And it's like this perfect mix of all these different things. And they're like, and, you know, Monster was just starting and all those others. And they were doing big cans and flavors. And Red Bull was like, really like, we're never doing that. It's 8.3 regular or sugar-free forever. And now you go to the store and there's like 40 Red Bull flavors and sizes. Yeah, I was glad when it was the little cans. I'm like, yeah, I definitely don't want more of this. Like this is this is to do a job. This is like medicine. Like, how about twenty four ounces of Monster? That's no, no. Yeah, it's also I've never really had good. a Monster. I think I've it's had terrible. one. Never had. Yeah, one. they're like all flat. bad. Yeah, it's like have hairspray. you guys ever had uh, Four Loco? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Four Loco. I've had Four Loco. Had me. I. Uh, I. I remember throwing up Four Loco and thinking I tore my insides up because it was red and i'm like oh i'm bleeding i'm bleeding internally because i never saw what it looked like i was drinking out of the can mm-hmm. and i didn't realize it was just thick, thick red malt liquor yeah oh gross yeah okay kyle do you follow us on instagram i don't think so i follow very few people on instagram no it's not personal it's okay this is just a way for us to tell the listeners, follow Kyle Kanane. It's just his name. No underscores, no fucking bullshit. He doesn't need it, but this is our little plug moment. I we're like gonna get, it. We're going to get to another one in a second. Um, what musician, live or dead, would you want to bother in the same vein as bothering the band? Ooh. Now, you say alive or dead, so that opens up the parameters of real or fictional so it's still you still want a real musician but they could be dead i want there are no rules on bothering the band so okay 
I've brought this, I've brought this gentleman up in the past and I truly think he's more punk rock than anything that's been intentionally punk rock. Uh, Uncle Pecos from the Tom and Jerry cartoons. I know exactly what you're talking about. That's amazing. Crambone. That dude just blows into town playing Crambone, breaks a guitar string, pulls a whisker off of an apex predator and keeps jamming. That beats any kind of Robert Johnson at the crossroads, danger, any throwing a TV out of a window. That's like that's like if an actual guitar player lost his guitar pick and just went into the ocean and pulled a tooth out of a great white to keep playing. And so I think Uncle Pecos is a musical badass. Leg- legendary in that regards. Okay, I think you're the first guest to go fictional. You're definitely the first guest to go animated. Um, and what would you ask Uncle Pecos in the vein of bothering the band? I'm just backst well, because now because I like uh, yeah, yeah, backs the backstory along. You're an uncle. Well, I don't even know. I know Uncle Pecos very well. I don't even know which one's Tom and which one's Jerry. I have an idea. Yeah. But they never say it. I know the thing. I don't. Which one's the mouse? Jerry. Jerry. Okay. Yeah, I think Tom I'm pretty Cat. sure. Tom, Tom Cat. Yeah, yeah. There it is. That's and you'll see, never that's forget like the, it now. That's like the arrow on the gas thing. Yep. Yeah. Now that I know that, I'm gonna be real smug when I tell somebody that. You don't know. It's Tom Cat. That's like I was that way with the arrow on the gas thing. I was a real dick to people that didn't know about it as soon as I found out about it. Because then Jerry, that like this, this alludes to the idea that Jerry has parents somewhere. Mm-hmm. That the uncle Pecos can and Pecos. <clears throat> all right, what where what are these <clears throat> southwestern, perhaps Latino origins of this mouse? <clears throat> and so you just came from a dusty, you know, the, the southwest playing these tunes. You're just cruising through town. But then it, it it along the lines of where where's he played before? Who's he played with? It seems he seems like a storied individual. I mean, it seems like he's got stories of like, you know, I feel like if you were to talk to like, you know, Waylon Jennings or Merle Haggard, they they would be like, Well, Uncle Pecos is like that guy just played a small gig, and that's really he didn't, you know, Nashville didn't respect him, and he wasn't a fan of the way the record industry was run. So he went out on his own and that's why you only see him blowing through town. Also, I think his, his size and stature probably affected his career. So I want to know how that, like, did he play with backing musicians? Were they other mice? Was it just, a, where do you get, what kind of luthier makes a guitar that small? Uh, there's, there's just so many questions for a musician of that such a large character in such a small package the best answer we've ever had the best yeah i mean there's a joke about the world's smallest violin but whoever's making that has got to be making uncle pecos's guitar oh man i know what i'm doing after this <laughs> i know going to get it. some food at starbucks <laughs> yeah and then watching tom and jerry <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a greasy smartphone. Going an egg witch. I'm just getting an egg witch from the Bucks. 
what's next for Kyle Kinane? Uh, tonight, oh, I don't know. I was going to maybe go see it. Maybe go see a comedy show tonight. Go record some No Accounting for Taste tomorrow. And then tomorrow night, leave for Cleveland and then Montreal. And then come back. And I'm just on the road forever because that's how comedy works. <laughs> and I'm laughing because I'm tired at the concept of it. Because, oh, yeah, I get back on the, the 30th. Oh, and then I go to Sacramento that weekend. And then uh, Phoenix. And then Montana. And then Minneapolis. And then Michigan. And then Washington and Idaho. Indiana. Denver. I'm just looking at my calendar right now. That's just that's just through September. None of those were Florida. Well, no Florida. <laughs> Florida. You know what? I think people in Florida might need to start looking into traveling for their entertainment because uh, your state's scaring people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> your, state, your state's kind of creeping people out right now. <laughs> it's like, you know, when you have a friend, but his dad's creepy, so you can't go over to his house. That's kind of what Florida. Well, you guys can come by us anytime you want. My mom says it's cool. You could even stay here if you need to. Heard it's kind of rough at your house. Yeah, dad's not wearing a shirt as usual. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dad's dad doesn't even put the belt on his pants anymore. He just kind of swings it around, waiting for us to drop a Dorito on the floor. It's the best description and most accurate. <laughs> I'm instantly thinking of my friend Justin's dad, by the way, like immediately, <laughs> who right now is definitely drinking like a red dog beer. So from where it came, he, no one has red an idea. Dog. Any red idea. dog. It's a personal stash. If you still got red dog on hand or Florida, they're still selling them pretty readily available down there. I don't know. I don't mind. I don't mind a red dog. For the record, I do not mind a red dog. Oh, this has been so much fun, dude. Um, everyone please add to this everyone immediately go watch uh shocks and struts it's so fucking good you just thanks you, you just said you're tired from touring and comedy and this is just a fan to you please don't ever stop you bring so much joy oh i'm not tired i'm not tired of it thank you i'm not tired of it i should correct i'm not tired of it i'm just tired in between things right now that's all i love i'm not I love it, man. It's kind of a, it's a real, it can almost be scary when you're like, oh, my, my dreams came true. Yeah. Like the exact, the exact thing you, I wanted to do as a child happened. And it's, it's it, it does, you know, every couple of days I have to sit back and I'd be very appreciative. So, you know, I start bitching about this or that. Like everybody, even even doing something you like, if you're doing it for long enough, you'd start finding the faults in it or what needs to be improved. Those complaints with other comedians, even with other comedians, like you start bitching about their travel or this or that. And then everybody worth their salt will step back and be like, yeah, but did we just, is the electricity on because we told jokes this month? All right, let's stop. Uh, Let's see what we're really complaining about. So, yeah, it's pretty great. I'm going to just, on the road forever. I'll get there. I'll get to Florida. I'll be there. Well, we'll be there too, man. We'll uh, we'll just uh, you won't even know we're there. We'll be there. We'll post photos. Where are you guys? You're in Orlando, judging by what's uh, up on the no, wall. No, we here. we we both grew up in Orlando. Uh, we've been friends. We've been music friends since 
middle school. Okay. Uh, yeah. And I'm in South Florida, just uh, west of Fort Lauderdale. And she's okay. uh, east of Orlando on the beach. Okay. Do you guys go to as fest part of your yearly endeavor being in Florida then? Is it kind of? It's it's on the radar as always, um, but it's a little trek for me. And uh, but we know plenty of friends and guests who have go. Yeah. And yeah, it's definitely on our radars. It's like oh, that was a good time. It's been a while though. Yeah, I did it last year. I'll be back again soon. I'm not doing this year, but um, we'll be back over there. Very cool. Well, if you come to Florida, we'll see you. Anything else you want to tell the people? And uh... oh, I want to tell the people. No, I just best way to find out where I'm playing is. Uh, my account on bands in town. Like I make the announcements on Instagram and everywhere else, but bands in town, I send out direct, like I'm coming to this town this weekend. So you'll hear from me if I'm playing your town soon. Oh, that's cool. I'm happy you keep that up. Easiest way for Yeah. Yeah. That's been, I mean, I, I don't know the effectiveness of it, but it's nice to know like, Oh, I can look at the amount of people that live in Cleveland this week and be like, Hey, everybody within a hundred miles of Cleveland, I'll be there this weekend. Here's here's a direct link to get tickets. So you're not going to some scam website or something else. This is the venue website. So that's what I use primarily. Very cool. Well, we can't thank you enough. You just talked about um, you know, waking up and realize, oh, you, you're living your dream. We uh in a very small parallel to that, we get to talk to our f- literal favorite people. And so thank you for doing this. Uh we fucking love your you love your work. That's it, man. Well, thanks for having me. I thanks for having me, you guys. Stay uh, stay up down there in Florida. That's gnarly. Yeah, we'll try. Fight the good fight. Fight. <laughs> oh, red dog, red dog, baby. It's so good, dude. Oh, man. Well, I hope you heal up. And that's our show. And thank you. All right. Thank you, guys. We'll see you. See you in Florida. <laughs> thanks, Kyle. Bye, y'all.